Did you have a kick in my mouth at the wrong point in the show? Oh, the second one was intentional. <laughs> Putting Jaffa cakes in your mouth is always good, though. Mm. I'll start the show. I'll do a recording. Hello. Welcome to the Ponist Wargamer. I'm one of your hosts, Rob, for this Christmas special, Mr. James, the gorgeous pal. Hi, James. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty hyped, to be honest. Hello, Full Grima. Thanks for subscribing. I'm pretty hyped. Uh, because well, loads of you and me are basically going to get to talk for a bit. Like I've actually been looking forward to this all day, if the truth be told. Oh, for God's sakes! For God's sakes! It's not my internet. He does this all the time. He did this last time on the show. Every fucking week he does this. All right, fine. He's in the chat. Never mind. Chat, what's going on? GP Cartius, what's the problem, James? Much love. I'm usually a YouTube thumb, but get to join the live Twitch audience once. JB Cartius! JC, wait, JCB, JC Baritus? JC Baritus? Is that, yeah, like, uh, Rob Moo PC. Uh, hello, Rob. Hey, hello, Ninja Church. James, you're every back. Every week, every week this crashes once. Uh, I'm afraid thing. your video isn't back. Is your... Oh, it will be in a minute. It'll just wake up, I think, it seems to normally. That isn't how... That isn't how technology works, James. It but matter. it works on here, but not on here. Okay. Uh... So, we'll give it a second. <laughs> if not, I'll just recall you in a second. All right, okay. Oh, oh, there we're back. There we go. See, just in the end, it just wakes up. Just has a nice day. Right. Let me let me say hello to everyone in the chat. Pregnant Mongoose, thanks for resubscribing. Big love to you. Uh, there was someone called JC Baritus who said hello. He's a first-time chatter, James. He's a YouTube oh, nice. fan normally. Hey, uh, hey. Uh, and uh, full green. Whoa, he converted. He converted. Yeah, to the to the best gang. Dangerous uh, game that. Imagine, imagine just being a YouTube thug, leaving a comment with impunity, knowing that maybe you'll just get a sassy review, and then joining the chat. I read some YouTube comments the other day. Oh yeah, I can't remember what video it was on. It was quite fun. I quite enjoyed just having a perusal through. Did you leave a comment, James Powell? Because I haven't seen you ever leave a comment. No, like, I didn't leave a comment, but I, I perused through. Maybe I should. Maybe I should just be like, that James kid, bin him off. Kind of offensive if you don't like and subscribe to every comment uh, on there, or at least like or at least like a video to help the algorithm. Fucking, no wonder. Nathan doesn't even watch the show. No wonder we don't get any traction online. <laughs> like, none of the co-hosts help. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, uh, I, I watch Twitch every week. Because I like to read the chat occasionally, and that's it. Yeah, okay. well, I'm not gonna, not gonna, not gonna watch myself talk. Then I'd have uh, echo, and the chat would tell me off. That's true. I also don't watch uh, any of my content back. So apart from the other day, I watched a little bit the other day because I was proud of a video I did, and then all I could think was, why does that dickhead um so much? That's all I could think. Um, right, should we start the show again? Right, let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Hello, welcome <laughs> to the Honest War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob, and I'm joined by Mr. James Powell, who's also my co-host for this show. That's me today. That's him. Uh, our two co-hosts, Dan, Mr. Plain, and Nathan is, this is genuinely true, in a beautiful uh, bit of Christmas spirit, tying a woman up with tinsel and beating her. That's not untrue. That's accurate to a T. So, beating, uh, probably the wrong word, but... Is that, is that wrong? I, th I think it's probably the it's wrong consensual. word. Yeah, okay, consensual beat it. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, okay. All right, okay. Uh, reshoot. 
<laughs> James, do you know about the reshoot mechanic from the Twitch chat? No. Okay, so basically, when I, you know how on Twitch I do all the live shows and then we record the YouTube Thug videos out of that? Yeah. Uh, and the podcast Hydro Homies. Uh, sometimes some don't make it because, like the other day when we found out that Black Kings are basically um, Mormons, uh, the, the chat were like, we've got to reshoot this. So they sometimes shout for a reshoot, which is, it's a, it's a bit of a, it basically means we started badly. I think, don't think we started badly though. I think we started well. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think people maybe uh, Bobbin, who told you to reshoot, uh, has been tasked by Nathan to keep his secrets. <laughs> that makes loads of sense. It makes loads of sense that Bobbin and Nathan are mates. Uh, <laughs> right, today's show. If anyone's wondering, obviously, so James isn't here. No, not James. James is here. And if you are a James Stan, please let us know in the chat if you're a big James Stan. Um, uh, me and James are going to be talking about some couple of spicy subjects, really, uh, and basically just have fun in this last Monday show before Christmas, which is pretty. Which is exciting. mad, right? Just mad. It's just popped up on us, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't know where that went. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, it just flew by. I I don't know what it was. Maybe it was all the up and down drama. Maybe it was Ringgate. Uh, maybe it was. Maybe it was whatever. Uh, like two weeks of ringgate was enough yeah i didn't want anymore <laughs> so uh appreciate the reshoot i agree per sure so hello twitch chat it's lovely to see you uh we're gonna james was at an event this weekend and he took a lot of the stormcast dragons so we're gonna get the opportunity to hear what it was like firsthand for people running uh maybe one of the biggest memes to have emerged from age of sigma 3 so far we've also had some updates about the faq from games workshop and and also another little item has returned. So, uh, James, where would you like to start first? We might also, if we get time, we might also discuss merch dropping in 2022. If some of you aren't aware, James is our merch grot. James produces all of the merch here at uh, The Honest Wargamer. So if you guys do have some suggestions for merch, please do put them in the chat or save them later for the merch section. Uh, because James would like to hear all of your ideas. This is your opportunity to impress James. Oh, so... but no cheese hats. What? <laughs> it sounded really complicated. That seemed like a lot of my life. Che cheese hats. Oh, you've gone. You've left. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Did you rage quit? Uh, yeah, always, always. Cool. Uh, let, let's start with how you are. I'll start with how, how you are. How's your oh, week me? Been? Oh, yeah. uh, thanks for asking. Uh, good, really good. Did a show with Owen earlier about um, uh, like kind of wrapping up all the metalists from Age of Sigmar 3, because obviously now, uh, sorry, 3.0 uh, with the new FAQ, we'll call it 3.1. So um, uh, looking forward to seeing how that goes, basically. Uh, yep. I won't lie, James. I did make a little purchase recently, a hobby purchase. Nice. Okay. Come on. Share the oh, look at it. Look at it. That's correct. But this so is mainly excited. a painting project. It's a painting project. Yeah. Don't tell me that. So um, it's actually a huge mistake on my part. It's a huge mistake. <laughs> I went in uh, because there's uh, there's an Element Games opened up. I know, boo, hiss. But there was an Element Games opened up in Nottingham. Um, and I wanted to go get loads of paints because, as you guys know, I'm a big painter. Uh, so I went in there to get some paints. And then it turned out 
that that was on the shelf. And I was like, I've been umming and ahhing about buying the starting box, starter box for ages. I was like, oh, I should get the starter box. Oh, I should get the starter box. But I kind of don't want the starter box because it's just all got all the dudes in that I don't want. Sorry. You might want some of the dudes. For the po- Baron for the- Zemo. He's a villain. Yeah, he's like a villain. Just for all the YouTube thugs, I showed a picture of the Mysterio and Carnage box from Marvel Crisis Protocol. So, um, uh, although I don't think purchasing things is actually hobby, so it's uh, oh, a bit awkward. Um, uh, what did uh, they ally with? <laughs> anyway, anyway, so uh, I did a bit of that, James. I also bought a bunch of paints. I've also, I don't know if you have got into... Uh, contrast paints but i basically i'm only going to paint i've asked for contrast paints for christmas true story. i i did use some contrast paints the other day uh, and how did they how were they uh yeah they're pretty good i used them uh on my dragon's wings because they actually made doing like the membrane bit of the wing so the dragons were airbrushed but then doing the membrane bit of the wing Normally, like, it goes wrong, doesn't it? And you get a bit on the arm bit, and then you have to repaint that. So, like, using contrast actually was super cool because you just, like, put it on almost, like, water really thin, and then it does its own thing. So that, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'd never really used them before, but Meg had some. So I stole some of Meg's, found out they were quite good for that, and then then bought some more, uh, and then Meg stole those. So I don't know where they are anymore, but we have more in the house. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I use some for uh, my orcs, my 40k orcs, which I've been enjoying painting, if you guys have been keeping track. Um, and they're just phenomenal. However, I've also cracked out the airbrush because, uh, unbeknownst to many people, I also have an Eidneth Deepkin army, not an official Games Workshop Eidneth Deepkin army, one I've printed. I've also printed off a Seraphon army. You guys may have seen me painting up my new slan. But there's some pretty kick-ass uh, uh, miniatures from a guy called Archvillain. James, I know you know who that is. Um, yep. And I'd want to. i like to make myself a Thunder Lizard uh, army, uh, specifically like three Stegodons as battle line, an engine of the gods, you know, like basically max out the dinos. Uh, although obviously uh, I think, not to be rude to the, the humble Stegodon, but I'm pretty excited about um, uh, printing out some of uh, his Stegodons or his kind of like large Carnosaur-style monsters. So... They're also printed. Uh, the the uh, the Eidneth is primed, and actually, after tonight's show, I'm going to be airbrushing um, all of those miniatures so that from tomorrow I can paint in the studio because it's Christmas this week. So I'm going to do loads of shows for super long. I'm going to be live on air, and people can call in, and I'm just going to paint them up and just have a nice time. And hopefully, by the end of uh, well, towards the beginning of Christmas, I'll have a full new Seraphon army going into the new year and a full new Seraphon army, uh, sorry, a full new Eidneth Deepkin army uh, to go into the new year, ready for all the events I'll be able to definitely attend in the UK in January. Very excited. <laughs> you mean in probably April? <laughs> Maybe, but like, uh, like either way, it's been my on my plan for a while, right? So uh, I've been looking forward to it, which has been really fun. Uh, so anyway, that's all of my hobby. Thanks very much for asking. Um, I've got loads of shows planned this week, and apart from that, I'm just in a good place. How are you? Are you well? Nice. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, what did I do? So last week, uh, so on Monday's show, I was painting some dragons. So I got busted for it. Uh, so I bought some dragons. I was you painting did. some dragons um and i used some of my dragons this weekend 
so it was um, WS10's Christmas event uh, at Boarding Brum. Uh, it was small. So it was a smallish event anyway. Yep. Uh, and then I imagine uh, the world that we currently live in again uh, made it smaller. So it was like a 16-player, two-day event in like a 40, 50-player venue. Oh, so, wow. Lo- like loads of space, because mm. I think we probably need loads of space, right? Yep. Um, so I went there. So I uh, had to write a list before the event. So I think I wrote the list last Saturday, and I played, well, two Saturdays ago, I guess. Because I played last Saturday now. You did. But yeah, so so I had a week. So I was like, what can I paint in a week? Uh, and what do I take to like a smallish, casual Christmas event? Because I it, it seems fun to take some dragons. So I was like, oh, I'll just take like a bit of the list I was playing before. So some Vindictors, because that's fine. And a Relictor. And they can just have a little wonder. Christmas stroll around the board. Okay. Uh, and then I was like, and then I'll just take four four little dragons and one big mage dragon. Okay. All right, um, good. So you took Karazai. No, you didn't take Karazai. You took the other one. I took Krondis. Krondis. his name. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and I took uh, t- four st- Stormdrake guards. So the list was basically a Lord of Relictor, um, four squads of Indictors, uh, four dragons in one block, the yep. Storm Drake Guard and one big dragon. You took no uh, reli- you took no long strikes. No. Okay. James the hero that we all need. Okay. Excellent. So so that was the plan. Yep. So I was like, oh write that list. because uh, it should be funny. And I honestly, like I know everyone's banged on about dragons. And like they came and I was like, Oh, they're pretty. I want to use them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get four done. That that's viable because I can get four done, they'll be decent. Um and like to a decent standard painted and they'll look nice on the table and I'll have a nice time. Yep. Uh, and then on Wednesday, I think the lists for the event got released and I was like, Oh, probably shouldn't have been nice. Well, there's some <laughs> tough lists. Yeah. So there was some terrifying, like terrifying lists. So there was two lists that included 18 bolt boys. Okay. And a, wow. And a nine and a nine. Yeah, okay. Uh, James Hobbs had a Seraphon list with a croak and some scary stuff and a bunch of salamanders and some jazz. They were in Christmas hats, but still terrifying. Uh, JJ had four fulminators, six long strikes, and some filler. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was there. There was a list that was all, all squads of two dragons. The hero, little hero dragon, and the fighty big dragon, which is Karazai. Um, so that was pretty scary. There was a Marathian bow snakes. Uh, I think probably those were the scariest. Oh, and then there was a um, Cities of Sigma, Hammerhole, 30 Iron Drakes, 30 Dark Shards. Nice. Yeah, that's the crossbow dark elves, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there was one of those. So there was some scary lists there. Like, And I was like, oh, those two dragons that I just left on the sofa all week probably should have come out. Or I should have probably played a, the list that I had before. But yeah, yeah. so yeah, there was... Uh, so someone's just asked in the chat, there was no Lumineth Sentinel spam. Okay. Um, 
but there was uh, one Lumineth list, but it was all Cal Lumineth. I can't think what they're called. Uh, and that was Nick. So that was his first uh, time using that. Uh, and it was my first time actually reading Crundus's War Scroll or the Stormdrake War Scroll since we talked about them on the show. <laughs> when did you read it first? When you, when you, after you deployed? Where were you at? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I move now. Oh, no, spell casting. So I was like, oh, Crundus cast a spell. Let me get his rules out. So I opened his rules uh, and then realized, like, probably should have deployed him closer because he doesn't cast that far. Um, so, yeah, so I did that. Um, so, yeah, so it was interesting. So um, do you want the hot take or do you want the slower take? Uh, let's start with the hot take, then, then justify it with the slower take, I think. Okay, cool. Uh, so my hot take yeah. um, is they are some of the prettiest models I think Games Workshop have made in a long time. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I think they should have been in the instructions to build them, if anyone's brought them and not built them. Uh, I think they should have been uh, more open about the fact that you can build the wings not just up and down, but up and down on the same dragon, because I did that and it makes them look better, I think, okay. personally. Because uh, otherwise you end up with the six builds the same with a slightly different way head. Okay. Um, uh, but they're super pretty, and uh, the big dragon so i only used the uh magic one because uh meg really wanted to paint one so i donate donated karazai to her to paint okay and I nice. didn't want to rush her because she was stressing about it so i was just going to take two big ones originally um uh is uh like his face like the photos when we went back and they were like move faster or scar and we're not that bothered like the face on the model is incredible whoever sculpted it 10 out of 10 like really? dry brush the hell out of it I think it's amazing. Like for dry brushing, super great. Um, however, however. Oh, okay. He is not worth 600 points. No, we did that on the show though, James. We know we that. We did do that on the show, yeah. but I'd maybe make him four. <laughs> <laughs> did he um, underperform a bit for you, bud? Yeah, well, I'll come to that in a minute because there's some bits that like just amaze me. Um, and then the other little dragons, uh, my hot take, and I'll wait for Adam Mumford to go mad. Uh, however, they were, um, I didn't find them fun to play. Okay. Well, you didn't uh, take a Knight Draconis, right? No, I didn't take a Knight Draconis. Okay. And that's really where some of the synergy lies, as you know, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you might not remember, uh, but that allows them to shoot twice. Uh, once per yeah, battle, absolutely. but still. Um, and I'd taken a four, so in theory it made sense, yep. but I couldn't be bothered. Um, and it was Christmas. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you would have enjoyed that more, shooting twice? You thinking maybe you would enjoy that? No. So so I'll, I'll come on to why, but I didn't find them particularly fun to play. And I'm not sure they were particularly fun to play for either me or my opponent. Okay. Um, but we'll come to that okay. anyway. So, uh, so yeah, so that was that. So then uh, it was five games. Uh, day one, I will admit, like, I hadn't read my rules. I wasn't prepared. I hadn't read the pack. What's new? Uh, and then I was slightly groggy uh, because I'd been on a bit of a works out in the night before. I hadn't drunk. I had driven. Um, but for the first time in about over a year, probably. Yeah. Uh, going outside amongst the masses 
to go for a works meal caused me more anxiety than I can remember having about COVID in a year. Okay, yeah. It's a, it's uh, a pretty worrying time at the moment, right? Yeah, so I think like, and, and this isn't a sympathy thing, but so the night before the first day I had two hours sleep. Yep. <laughs> so I was grumpy. So if anyone in the chat played me, I know JJ's one of them, on day one, like apologies, because I definitely was grumpier than I normally uh, but, did, but did But did JJ get to beat you with his Stormcast, thus securing the title of the best Stormcast player, which is all that matters. Club, club, yeah, club, 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 club. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so then so then I played three games. So game one I played a Gargant list, uh, which is basically a damage check, right? Yep, it is. Um so uh I played into a Gargant list, however it was like a what I would say is off meta build, but other people might disagree. Uh so it wasn't the counts as thirty on an objective. Uh it was some other weird one. Who were so you playing? Was, Who were you playing? Uh, so I played Tom Lawler. Who, Did he tell uh, you that it was an off meta build? No, no, he didn't. No, okay. I just hadn't ever seen it before. Okay, all right. Uh, so it's two big gate breakers. Yeah. One had 40 wounds. Yeah. And a Take five awards. That one. Yeah. One had uh, like normal wounds, but a six at ward, and then two of the ones that put me in a bag. Uh, yeah, okay. So he had he had two gate breakers and two war stompers. That's the one. Yeah, those. Yeah. They, all, they all look the same. I just James, not to not to overreg it, but like that's literally the mail list. Oh, okay. That's how much I've paid attention recently. My apologies. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so yeah, so that's what he had. Um, so obviously, they're more. They like just run at you and fight more. So don't they? Then yeah, just stand on an objective. Uh, so that was interesting. So like that was the first game. Uh, my poor vindictors don't do a huge amount of damage to them. But I was like, okay, I've got like four dragons in a unit and uh, the big dragon. Um, so I kind of looked out. So the shooting did nothing. Basically nothing. Turn one. Okay. Um, so nothing. But they charged the dragon, which the big one and four little ones. Uh, and then was that was the moment that I got out Krondus's, uh war scroll and realized that he's good into hordes. And was like, oh. <laughs> We talked about that on the show. And all his attack, like he's good. His one attack that's lots of attacks, he's only lots of attacks against lots of things. I was like, cool. So Max is four on this mission and he'll be dead. Uh, um, it, it makes me laugh because, um, uh, like, it reminds me of what my granddad used to say. He said, he said Rob, if, uh, if you know what you're doing, you'd be dangerous. Um, which James seems to tie in a lot with your play style at the moment. Yeah, there you go. See, uh, so yeah, so that happened. But luckily, like they chipped away one. Uh, he didn't manage to get into combat. He killed, I think, two little ones. And then I just had one of those really janky games where, like, I was like, "Fine, I've lost two. I'll rally." Oh, I got one back. Next turn, oh, I'll try rally on one dice. Oh, I got one back. Oh, there's my unit of four again. How does it feel um, to get a whole dragon back on a six? Uh, yeah, I, like, like weird because. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> it's um, kind of dumb, or it's super fucking dumb. Well, yeah, it's super fucking dumb. But also, I was like, oh, if he had little giants, he'd be doing the same. Um, the craziest bit being, I think, like, in, well, I, I've not got the right build, but, like, they weren't scary enough in combat for me to care. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm just keeping wounds alive at this point. Uh, so, yeah, so that one came really close. 
uh, and I um, won by like about three, four points, I think. Okay. I think that was about it. Uh, game two, I played Freddy, his name was. Uh, he had um, Cities of Sigma. Uh, so I'll just talk about it openly now. Uh, I have worked out some jank where basically the dragons can teleport from the relictor and move because they move in the hero phase and translocation doesn't let them move in the movement phase. Correct. So it's kind of janky. Uh, so I, we talked through that. I explained how it all worked. He then screened it all out. That was cool. I was like, well, all I'm going to do is move forward, shoot his front line, hopefully with magic and whatever, and then like charge through. Um, he was, uh, what's the magic say? Uh, oh, uh, Halahart. Halahart. So I was like, oh, cool. I was like, so this is what I'm going to do. What I'm going to try and do is do the mortal wounds with the magic, basically remove that unit and just get in. Uh, and then he was like, oh, okay, uh, did he go first? I think maybe he, no, I went first. So I was like, oh, he's got no pluses to cast. So I was like, oh, I'm plus three to cast. Nothing really went off for me. The dragons went forward. I tried to shoot his screen and just charge through. Failed all my breath attacks for like the fourth time. Right. Um, which like, that's just how I worked out. They work. They're just swinging. They go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Uh, he was like, oh, cool, it's my magic phase. I'm going to do all these spells. I was like, cool, I've got two unbinds at plus three. And then I read Krondus' War Scroll again. Yep. Realized he doesn't get plus three to unblind. He gets nothing. <laughs> He's just plus three to cast. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that, you're not happy about that? That's good. It's kind of dumb, right? Well, well, well... Uh... Maybe. Like, I think if he, if he was good, then maybe uh, maybe I'd be like, oh, do you know what? If he's, like, good at fighting, yeah, nerf him somewhere else. But he's not particularly good at that, really. He's not. Um, so, Although, so, yeah, so that know, was interesting. Did you know, is it Condis or Karazai that gets the number of attacks? Uh, you carry on, and I'll, and I'll tell you. Wait, well, you carry on with the story. Uh, yeah, so there, so there was that. And, and, like, then the game just went absolutely horrifically against me so like i charged the iron drakes couldn't get much in that all went wrong i think i missed most of my attacks i killed about four longbeards um so that was fun then they got blasted and i was like right i'll just try and throw the giant dragon into him and get all the attacks for the three inch and try and muller them all with a tail uh he got a double turn and just mullered off that dragon so it was a very fast game uh, but it was a really weird game because I was like, literally, this dragon army. Yep. If I'd have rolled hot on the mortal wounds, I won on turn one almost. Oh, really? And because I didn't roll hot on turn one, I lost. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, this is everything I hate about Warhammer at the moment. Oh, okay. So you didn't like that process? No. So that that for me, like I know, like when we did the Bobo talk and I talked about that other list, I was like, oh, I was just trying to write a list that went five turns. I was like, oh, these dragons just do the opposite. And I probably should have remembered that, but I think I just got caught up in the hype of how pretty they were. Right. Okay. So yes. So so that wasn't like I was like, oh, this isn't particularly great. Uh, And then game three, I went against JJ, who got like um, four Forminators, six long strikes. Some filler, I think I said earlier, sorry. Um, and then, so I basically tried to do the same. Turn one, like, moved through the dragons in, failed all the breath attacks again, uh, mullered 
all of the long strokes on turn one in combat. Yep. Because their save's not particularly great. They got Gardas's five at ward, yep. but it just wasn't enough. But basically killed no Forminators. And then they hit me back. And I, like, in my head, like, I don't think I've read their War Scroll either, really. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, they're only good on the charge. And then I was like, oh, then basically no worse not on the charge now. Uh, so you got mullered by those. Um, <laughs> this is my favourite so that tale. was fine. I didn't read the War Scroll. It's great. Between you and Nathan, it's such a fantastic tag team. One, oh, I don't know what any of my stuff does. The other one, I can't remember what my stuff does. Like, it's an amazing combination. But continue. <laughs> So yeah, so so that happened. Um, <laughs> Good. Uh, and and then it was like a slow thing. So like he only had four formulators, so he was struggling to get through what was left. But I mean, he was always going to win. But I think at the end there was maybe like I don't know five, ten points in it. Um, but probably because I won some priorities and just managed to like claw to victory for a little bit. Um, I also watched probably the most depressing game of warhammer i've ever watched oh really who played who next to me i think that was actually table two okay so i was on table two against freddie so i think that was a game before sorry and on the next table was was uh seb uh donnelly yeah. and a young man who i'm going to apologize if he ever watches because i can't remember his name i didn't play him uh, he's an american he lives in the uk he was very pleasant okay. uh, but both of them eric Hoda. had both brought a you maybe okay don't worry eric yes it was there we go oh. uh both of them had brought 18 bolt boys Eric's great okay oh nice nice and and so their t- three hour game yep. uh lasted uh 12 minutes oh cute oh cute uh and that was painful painful for me to be just like wow. oh. they were just like oh because who wants a game to last 12 minutes I mean, how long did deployment well, take? Do you think about that? Both of them. Probably. Uh, uh, probably. Well, no, like everything was 12 minutes. Oh. So literally from round start to round end for them was 12 minutes. I think you'll find Games Workshop think that that's peak performance. They, they've loved, they'll love that. They'll be like, wait, people just wrapped up the game in 12 minutes. They had a great time. Get get in. Uh, uh, that's specifically because that's specifically because I've heard uh, previously from the lead game dev, and he's like, "It's so fun when armies are engaging on the first turn. It's like that's what we want. We want we don't want any slow board. We want people engaged on the first turn and having a great time. It's one of their core design principles that they do it uh, basically." Um, hello, nice. hello. By the way, everyone in the chat, Seawall, great to have you here. Uh, sorry, carry on. Uh, yeah, so that was that was scary. So anyway, so I played JJ. He won that one. That then we went for a curry. That was nice. That was really pleasant. Um, so that's like a traditiony thing. So yeah, we had some poppadoms. Uh, went for a curry. Uh, I went home. Actually, got some sleep that night. So that was a winner. I think I managed to get five hours that night. So that was nice. Um, and then day two. I got to play all the other dragons. Oh, which ones? Uh, so there's a uh, there was a, a girl called Shanae. She was playing. Um, she's been to Scribes a couple of times, but I've been really bad and barely been this year. So I think I've only met her twice. Yep. Um, uh, and she so she had uh, the the knight guy that makes them fire twice. Yep, Knight Draconis. That one, and then two dragons, two dragons, two dragons. Yep. So six dragons. Outline dragons, and then. Karazai the Scarred. So all in twos. Nice. Um 
yeah, she had the faction with exploding sixes. Uh huh. My favorite. Which, which that's what she did. Yep. Um, and then uh, so then we were deploying. She was more drops than me, so I was one drop. And I was like, cool, well, I'll just go first and put all my toys down. Like, it's Sunday morning and I'm still tired. Yep. So I just put everything down. And then she deployed. And we were doing one of the ones with, like, the Tetris-y deployment. So, like, 11 up, 15 across, 22 up, yep. 15 across. Yep. Can't think which one. But, yeah, we're doing that. And she literally deployed every two dragon on the line. I was like, cool, that's uh, as aggressive as a deployment i've ever seen yeah excellent so i was like well i'll go first and let's hope that four dragons kills two dragons but probably not yeah with my rolling so i was like cool do that so i threw the big dragon and four little dragons towards her into her two shot all of them did one more (laughs) win. good yeah excellent excellent start charged yeah took eight more wounds back nice seems seems accurate that was good uh, then went into combat, killed both of them, so that was better. Good. So I was like, cool, not going to get hit now. One of hers blew up. Uh, she was newish, so we had to talk through that because she rolled one dice to blow up on me. I was like, let's stop you there. This should be rolling 10. Yep, excellent. Uh, so that was fun. So then then when she rolled 10, she killed my dragon. He died. Um, and then my enjoyment level came because then she was like, oh, cool, um, my turn so her first turn i was like well i'll roll for a cp on the big dragon got that yeah uh, i'm gonna try and rally this dragon on one dice oh there's a six there's a dragon back <laughs> good 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 um, so so then she moved two more dragons to, to attack them and a hero one then she shot them with all the dragons uh, and did like 10 more wounds so killed the one that i just brought back which was obviously sad for me because it was uh so many points of my army yeah um and then charged me with two dragons, and I did twelve mortal wounds on her charge. And I was like, "Oh, this is dumb." So, so then one of her dragons died before it got to me. Uh, and then, like, then it was like this weird downhill battle because basically the dragons just kept fighting, the big dragon kept fighting, and on her next turn, she was like, "Oh." Um, I'm going to bring these dragons forward. And I was like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. If you move those off that objective on a two up, I just teleport behind you because I've just got this bunch of lads that haven't moved for two turns. Nice. Nice. Uh, but she moved anyway. And then I just teleported everywhere. Well, you did say, uh, and it was, yeah, yeah. And it was like a painful, like watch of me just being like, you've got six models. Like this is, this is not, not in your favor um so yeah so there was that that was my uh so yeah so i won and like it wasn't horrific but like i think on turn three i was like you're doomed because you're going second to delete an objective but i just teleport on them all yeah so i'm not even sure this is salvageable so like we tried to talk it through but um yeah she was newish and like there was lots of stormcast things and i guess like even if i haven't read my dragon war scrolls i know how like the spells and stuff mostly work yeah uh so yeah so there was that uh and then my last game what did i play for my last game oh i played uh james oh, i always get his surname wrong field or farmer okay i don't know Basically begin with an f i wasn't there uh, he had the like 
heavily converted Bobo Giants that were on like the biggest display board I've ever seen. James Fields? James Fields, yeah, there we go. Thanks in the chat. Um so yeah, so he was really he's like he's really pleasant, uh, and he's had a bit of like a hobby uh bad hobby moment and wasn't feeling it i don't think as much recently so that was quite fun because i've like spoke to him loads of times met him loads of times never played uh he brought uh had uh, brought with him like this beautifully converted ogre's army um and it was the vice um nice so then basically we had this table that had an old hell fort on basically most of an old hell fort. okay nice 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 uh and so he was like, should we have a laugh? Should we just put it all in the middle? So, like, we have to walk into the Hellfort to fight over the objective at the end. Oh, fun. So it was super thematic. And I was like, yeah, cool. Um, I will say, though, I was like, like four of my army, five of my army flies. So uh, make a gap big enough for your lads to get through. And that's better. And he was like, yeah. And also, like, how far up a wall? So we discussed all that. And then we just had this stupid, like, giant fort. Then we sat for, like... Um, then we sat for like two turns and both did nothing. He won a third term priority and was like, well, I'm still out of range. So sucks to you. You can take it. Uh, and then there was just like some hilarity. So I was like, well, there's three turns left. I can do three battle tactics. So I'll pick one. I think I can achieve this turn. I was like, so my, I'm going to kill this tiny little battle lion. So four little fighty ogre lads. That's what I'm going to fight. Didn't go well. Okay. Moved near them, shot them, did nothing, charged them, basically did nothing. Uh, and then I was like, cool, now it's your turn, and you've literally got a stone horn next to them. So they're probably all dead. Uh, and then I've never watched, I've never been like so blessed by the grace of, uh, of a dice guard. Oh, really? Because after three rounds of combat, and metal and a metal cruncher, the Stonehorn killed one nine wound dragon. Oh, really? Uh yeah. His dice just like like he was like, oh, these ones are well. It was either his or mine. So he'd be like, oh, these ones though, they're like minus two, three flat damage. Roll them. Hit. Yes. Oh, non wound. Or like he was like, oh, three have got through, and I was like, oh crap, fives. Oh, three sixes. Cool. And it was just like, I think like the two, three dragons just sat fighting a stonehorn for like three turns. Um, and then he charged. The only time he performed all weekend was I threw Crondis uh, just onto the middle objective. Couldn't get any of the Vindictors there that turn. So I was like, oh, just throw this lad on the objective. He was like, cool. So he shot me with his entire army. Yep. I had Mystic Shield and all-out defense so i was on like a dumb two-up save and then he charged me with uh what do they come in what do lead belches come in uh they come in oh they you need a minimum of four you need a minimum of four to make them battle lines they might have changed it to fours i thought they came in twos actually and then which is weird because the minimum isn't even what you like it requires you can buy them in a two but it might be four now let's say four so i think there was eight so eight shot me, didn't do a lot, charged me, and they lose an attack when they charge him, right? Yeah. So we'd forgot that, and I hadn't read my war scroll. So we talked about taking it back, and he was like, well, no, because I need to kill him. Like, this is my thing. There's a chance. 
we'll go through it all. So we went through it all. They didn't kill him. Okay. And then for the first time in five games, I was like, oh my God, his tail attacks are now eight. Okay. He actually rolled some dice. So he actually did okay. Uh, he actually killed some stuff. So uh, did you read his war scroll like intently? When? Well, so so specifically, uh, Krondis and Karazai, uh, interestingly, they make a number of attacks for the number of models within three inches. You would assume the unit you're fighting, but it's yeah. for all models within three inches, including himself. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I hadn't counted him. Yeah, because it's all models within three inches. What? So if I just put my own models around him, he fights more. You've got it. That's dumb correct i'll read it out to you just in case because i know some people are going to be like well actually rob shut up but i won't let me read it to you specifically okay <clears throat> the attack characteristic is equal to the no oh sorry it's enemy models james sorry enemy models is equal to the number of enemy models right that's what i mean yeah enemy models okay. but it does mean that Fine. what you can right. do is you can take the number of ogres that are in front of you and then you can attack all of like all of them onto a different unit does that make sense yeah we, yeah we did debate that because that was funny because i was like obviously the bit that makes sense is that he's like sweeping his tail so the more ogres the more things he hits but i was like but what if you put eight ogres in front of me and then i hit that one hero i was like is his tail just like super excited like a dog because there's more things around yep like c couldn't work it out um but yeah so um yeah, so that was like the first time he did anything all weekend, I think. Um, and that was it. So I, uh, in the end, won three, lost two, um, and came away deciding that uh, Krondis is definitely not worth 600 points. Uh, and I found the poor dragons not engaging to play. So you think he's not worth the amount of points and you think they're not engaging to play. What element of it you don't find? Is it because there's so few of the models? Like you, they're uh, too maybe, strong. Like, they're too swingy. Like, what is it? I don't even know. I don't even know if they're too strong. I feel like every time you roll the breath attack, you're either doing nothing or removing something. Um, and I guess so. That's like a fifty-fifty gamble. Like you're just hoping for big dice. Um, for me, I just didn't. I didn't find them particularly exciting to play. I generally prefer bigger armies, so I know that anyway. So other people might prefer them more. Um, but I don't think... Yeah, I, don't, I just didn't find it particularly like rewarding or engaging for me. Okay. Okay. Fair, I mean, fair, fair feedback, right? Like, I've written lists before. This is one of the biggest problems, and, and I guess why TTS is so good. You build lists... Um, and you don't even know what sort of player you are. Like, when you're new, especially, you build lists, you don't even know what sort of player you are, then you start playing with the army, and you think, oh, this doesn't feel right, and it's because it's just not your playstyle, right? Like, I love a good castle build. Love a good old castle build, pushing my stuff up, shooting over the top. Nathan takes the piss out of me all the time. Love that, um, which is why I'm quite excited about using my shark list. Um, uh, Rob TM, by the way, uh, just because I want to shoot some uh, shoot some sharks over the top of some some thralls or some reavers, um, and it's just super fun. But like, if you don't know what sort of player you are, or, and you already know that you're more of a hoardy style player anyway, then you're in a good spot, right? Yeah, and I think it's a weird one. So I like, I know loads of people have brought, uh, bought them, and I I don't even regret it because like I enjoyed the painting. I've got loads of painting still to do. 
maybe at some point in the future they'll have a little bit of a rules change and maybe like I'll find them more engaging to play. So I wouldn't even say I reg- like it's a purchase I regret. I don't. Um, I'm just not sure it's like I brought six little ones and I'd probably not buy another one. Um, and I also think like points points value, they were probably too cheap when we talked about them the first time. Uh, however, they're probably a lot more points now. And actually, you could just have Forminators who are better at pretty much everything. And then Long Strike teams. Uh, who did JJ shoot uh, your and, Long Strike? Long... Oh, they died. They died before they even shot. Oh, really? Yeah, I just janked them with dragons because I know what they do. But, but like, I don't think, like, I've never used my Long Strikes. I own six. I've owned six for however long they've existed. Mm. And that also isn't how i would play James, do you know about the stonk market not stock stonk because those six I, don't, I think they're not currently in production i'm not sure uh oh, well i have six i think i think three of them are probably not even built like i i i've got six fulminators they haven't seen age of sigma three either there's there's a stormcast player right now livid that you aren't um <laughs> Um, I just, I think, like, I, watching the 12 Bolt Boys was just me being like, do you know what? Like, that's bullshit. Like, and, and I know people want to play Warhammer, where they remove someone's army super fast and super strong, but no. Uh, yeah. It's not for me. Yeah, I think both the Bolt Boys and the Storm Strikes, uh, sorry, and the Long Strikes are, like, whatever. Like, um, at, at the club recently, uh, last week, JJ was, no, in fact, in turn, Matt was playing John Green. Yeah, and then he just he just giggled like a child. He was like, he's like, oh, I killed John's Warcrusher turn one, and I'm like, I don't like. I was like, did he? He's like in the hero phase, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm gonna go for I'm against it. Like I'm just gonna go for I'm against that. Like that ability to just nuke something at range feels bleh, but whatever. Um, what was what was Intern Matt playing? He was playing with Stormcast against John's Iron Jaws. With, so he nuked them off with long strikes, long strikes on turn one. Yes, on turn one. Yeah. Yes. I, I just like boring. Uh, and, and no offense to anyone that plays no, it. No, it's boring. Because that's no, it fine. is boring. There's no way that's not boring. There's no way as, that isn't dull as shit. Yeah. So the, so I left the weekend. So I had a long chat with Seb because I've known Seb a long time. Yeah. So I'm sure he won't mind me openly saying this. But his game was the game that lasted 12 minutes next to me, him and Eric. And I was like, kind of karma because you both brought basically the same army that removes people and one of you removed the other one. Um, but um, my big thing was that like, as we were sat down later, I was like, for me that your list, like what that does is the worst thing about the hobby. I was like, because in my head, when I came to this, I was like, Oh, it's like a little 20 player event. Like, and it's Christmas and it's the last one of the year. So actually I'll just like not take six little dragons and i'll take the big one that i'll probably never play again um and so i was like but now the problem is that there's probably some people like there was i think there was three people that it was like their second and first event i'm like oh and then they come to an event and they're like oh i that game two i played 12 minutes because someone brought a list that removed my whole army before i played so then they probably go away and buy a list that's equally as gross and then the circle repeats that's why they invented the peace symbol, James, uh, because of mutually assured destruction. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, it's mad. I tell you, James, and that's why we need to put flowers inside guns and kiss each other on the lips 
whether they were men or women or whatever. Um, <laughs> I took it. Took that into a weird place. Uh, can I just uh, do some shout-outs in the chat, if you don't mind, James, for a second real quickly? Yeah. I want to shout-out our first-time chatter, Dougal. Hello, first time. Welcome to the show. Uh, also to Archmajos Hobbying, who says he really likes the idea of a dragon army. I don't think you're putting everyone off a dragon army, because you did start off by saying that you thought that they were beautiful models and it would be a fun army to play with, right? Yeah, the only negative I'll give you, yeah. ignoring... like, So what I'm trying to say is, those are my opinions your opinions might be completely different. And I know James Field that I played last game has brought a dragon army, basically. So we discussed it, and I think he was a bit sad that I was like, I found this shit. Oh. Um, but my debate with him then was not because I think they're shit, because I found, for me, it wasn't fun, it wasn't engaging, and I didn't like playing it. Is it because it was, what was really I was trying to get easy across. to work out how many units were within six inches of the centre objective, and you're like, this is makes me livid. Like, I want it to be really difficult to work out how many models are oh, in no, six always, inches. I always want that to be easy. <laughs> you always want that to be You always want to know how many are inside your ring. You're like, two, I can see. Yeah, it's two. Exactly. It's easy. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, so we debated kind of that for a bit. So, like, I wouldn't want to pick people off. However... The one thing I would say, because there was, I had four uh, and Shanae had six, uh, was they're the first model in quite a long time that watching on a table, I've gone, oh, the, no wonder they changed the coherency rule. It had nothing to do with the rules. They realized that you can't put them within an inch of each other because their wings are dumb. <laughs> like they look great, but someone modeled these. Did not think about playing with them. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> there's so many things I can answer with that. Do they think about a single fucking thing, start to finish, like a single thing? Like they, they get them and they're like, Whoo. do you know these guys have got to be within? Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, well, thanks for the report. It's interesting, James, to hear your feedback about the dragons. Uh, it looked like a cute little event as well, obviously. Uh, so excited to hear about that. Big shout in the chat. Lots of people, especially our man Adam Mumford, who wants to give some feedback about the dragons. Having done so well recently uh, at Blackout, having gone 4 and one with them. Uh, really him needing to power up because uh, the event previously, uh, his friend Mark, oh, my friend Mark, our friend Mark, um, beat him by coming third at an event while Adam did quite poorly so he really needs those dragons to like uptick his his, his game power uh i remember when he used to play cockatrices and was a nice young man <laughs> that was the best adam that was the best like if there, if there's like miles moranis style spider verse adams that's the one i'd like the most yeah yeah that would be great uh <laughs> right uh we have nothing to lose but the priority comrade that's true uh old matt goldsborough in the chat saying that uh, he's no longer going to be called the shuffler when he gets the dragons because he'll be the zoomer he's pretty excited about them uh all told okay um james i'm glad you had a good time are you ready to talk about the news yeah let's do it so talking about things that they haven't thought all the way through uh james you get to you get to decide in fact twitch chat you get to decide right do you want to talk about the balance update or cursed <laughs> city uh let's see uh hex hamlet uh we'll be here a while then um so what's the best hammer in stormcast which isn't oppressive it's fun to play they're all oppressive big tom that's how hammers work don't worry about it take your formulators and your log strikes have a great time with them at no point do i think you shouldn't play with them because they're good 
Update on the update. Yeah, that's not my debate. My debate isn't that you shouldn't play with the toys you want to play with. It's that it's sad for me to see that people want a game to end in like minutes. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but that's your choice. Like, like actually, at table one, round two, at that event, two people that took a list that tabled each other in twelve minutes played and had a twelve-minute game. You've got so much time after though to become really good friends. Yeah, it was slightly. The only point I was sad the whole weekend was I was like, oh, I could have brought that 12-minute list because people over there were playing MCP. I could have done that too. <laughs> you could have a little break. All right, yeah. uh, we're going to go to... We're going to first look at the Hexed Hamlet. Yeah? That's the first thing that we're going to yeah. go and look at. The Hexed Hamlet. The news. The news today. Fresh off the burning hot pipe. The stove plate that is Games Workshop. Yeah? The, the rice cooker... Um, and the rice has been left in too long, is that Cursed City, my voice lo- went a bit, has returned. Now, <laughs> right, okay, Cursed City returns. Um, uh, and also, that there's, well, we'll talk about that first. There are also some expansions coming out. So, James, uh, with the first, you get the first crack at the whip at this. How do you feel? What do you think? Talk to me. Chat, what do you think? So, so like, first first point, like, I got a copy first time around. Yeah. So I managed, like, I got up in the morning, on the morning of release, because I knew I wanted a copy, and I knew it would be a ball egg. Yeah. So I got up in the morning, I bought a copy, I own a copy, I've played it a couple of times. I was about, to, say, I was about to think you would have played it religiously since then. No, I've played it a couple Why of times. Why not? Uh, uh, because I think it's probably one of the... It has some of the nicest models yep. of most board games. Uh, it's a good improvement on, uh, like, Silver Tower, yep. I would say. Um, but I think, in uh, honest opinion, uh, there's other board games by other companies that do a similar game type better. Gloomhaven. Glo- Gloomhaven is, like, for me, at the pinnacle of... Um, those games but there's also some great ones so i also own like well i haven't played it yet it's on my big to playlist i own fall of avalon uh by um oh, i can't remember what they're called king arthur fall of avalon who even uh it was a kickstarter but there's even an app where you read none of the story and they have paid voice actors that read the entirety of the story for oh, you nice love that um, yeah and that's like similar price point for the base game and is beautiful. Every character has a handwritten letter that tells you their plot, their story. There's a whole book of dreams where you dream. Like, um, I, I think Curse City is a nice game. It's probably a good game if, like, Nathan's a good example because he got, uh, I know, some of his family and friends into Zombicide. And I would say Curse City probably does the next level up where there's a bit more depth um, to, like, the, um, the play style. But I think if you're a Right, like a real hobbyist um, that wants like something intense. There's better choices of game. Okay, really good review because you've. I know that you pick up most of these board games and play stuff. Like, a, like you're a great person to ask. Uh, thank you, by the way, to Father Song uh, Aminigos uh, for uh, subscribing. I think I've said that completely wrong. So whatever. Uh, there's a lot of uh, comments in the chat. I, I, I'll just throw my ten cents in. Uh, number one, it's great that it's being re-released so that people yep. who want to buy it can buy it. What a great, like, great. That's great. 
I'm really happy for everyone who's like, I really wanted to get that and I couldn't. And then they're going to be able to buy it, which is excellent. However, not however, no however, in addition, I love one of those, and if, right? And if on a four up, take a disease point. Um, uh, and also I've seen someone say that they played, and also I think it's my good friend, where is he? Uh, said that he's played with the new Nurgle book and he hates it and I fucking love him. Where is he? David Smith. I'm sure it's David Smith. Oh, it's pretty certain it's David Smith. Um, uh, oh, David Smith. Thanks for donating five gift subscriptions as well. <laughs> that's really nice. Um, right, okay. So that's important. James, I never picked up the, the game originally, even though I love the look yep. of it uh, because I did pick up Silver Tower originally. Um, yep. And I played that a few times. I was like, uh, whatever, man like like this is this is wank like in my opinion like because it's not really like because they sell this stuff oh thanks trollbits for donating five gift subscriptions in the chat trollbits 40k big love to you uh very much appreciated um and if anyone uh that's very kind it's very very kind uh what i was saying is though james though james uh is that um uh one second i just want to turn on the Streamlabs on this because it's not working and it's triggering me. So I like it when it pops up on the screen so I can see it. Uh, okay, all right. Um, it's great that it's come out, yeah? But I didn't really care about it coming out in the first place. I'm pretty poor, as you know. Uh, and so yep. my purchases are pretty specific if they're going to be anything. like. And most of the stuff that I do is either something uh, like I really, really have got my heart set on for instance, uh, my 40k Orc army, or something that really has creatively got me very excited, like some 3D printed armies that I've got. So those are kind of where I'm at. And I bet there's loads of people who have those same excitements about Curse City. It's great they can get it. Also, if you own Curse City and there's going to be some expansions, that's also excellent. All of it is good news. The whole thing is good news. That's it. That's the headline. It's good news. Completely. Okay? In addition... Some of y'all, right, are like some beat spouses and you need to fucking control yourselves because the, the, it, it's sycophantic, the behavior I see online. People are like, yeah, it's coming back. And I'm like, does it matter? Does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? Like, I don't know. I don't know, James. And one of the things that I had to do um, myself and a couple of, a couple of uh, maybe a hundred days into the lockdown, I had a really great uh, conversation with my friend Sinise, Um and he was talking about the difference between like gratification and joy. And what he was saying was, is you know when you just purchase something and you feel that little ping of happiness, yeah, yep. it cheers you up. But really, long term, it brings you no joy because it ends up oftentimes sitting on a shelf, just kind of like staring at you, like, as, uh, do you know what I mean? Uh, whereas he's yeah. talked about the idea of producing joy and like painting all your minis, playing games with your friends, which is genuinely more uplifting and rewarding long term. And that's my only bit of feedback on it. I'm just like, I just don't get why it's such a big deal that you can or can't buy it. Like, calm uh, the fuck down. So I, so I have a slightly different take. Yeah. So like, great if you want it. Mm. Cool, it's coming back. My biggest things are, so when they released it, however long ago because it seems forever ago now obviously they'd said uh, it'll be around for a while there's going to be expansions uh blah 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 and i think like if people missed out it was pretty shitty for them yeah, agreed because they felt left out 
And and also like I'm sure there's probably some people that basically play like the Warhammer box game. So they might not play Sigma, they might not play 40k, but they might like Blood Bowl and Silver Tower and Warcry and and uh Gaia Chasm or whatever it's currently called. And so I think this is probably closer to that. And also like it was also a cheap way to get sixty cool models or whatever was in the box. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you like painting, it was probably a cheap way to get a bunch of models that were super nice to paint. Um, my the the biggest issue for me is like obviously I'm I'm not going to harp on about it, but they then deleted all that information of which there is multiple proofs, um, and said it wasn't coming back, which meant that people brought copies of eBay for double, triple. Yeah etc um and they also released uh radicar's coven or whatever the hell they're called yeah which was the evil villain people from the box for like 70 quid uh and i guess if you were desperate to paint them you'd have paid that um whereas i think if someone had just said at the beginning we can't box it they're stuck somewhere we can't print part of it but give us six months. Would have been fine. It means that people... Yeah, and it also means people could have been like, do I want it now for lockdown? I'll pay 300 quid. Yeah. Do I just want those 10 models? And do I care about the rest of the box? No, I'll spend 70 quid. Like, that's my only negative from it, is like, don't be a dick. Be honest. And the community will, will appreciate you more for it. Loads more. I compared it to an ex who goes to you and then pings you at 3am in the morning six months later they're like you up and you're like you motherfucker the fucking (laughs) fucking cheek of you to message me right right now is out of order like that like honestly like just the fucking the lion the witch and the audacity of this bitch is what people should post in reply to that all the time it's just like that's the only thing the only reason it's even a story is because it was just if they just said six months ago oh by the way lads ladies gang team everyone just having a bit of a struggle we apologize uh we'll get it we'll get some more out later like one post it took more time to go back delete the other posts yeah and erase their behavior it's amazing uh can i just thank by the way it's really important to me uh can i just thank uh headstorm for donating a gift a gift in the chat and ruskles for resubscribing um uh, uh so i welcome the info but i agree it's like um uh, okay yeah like it's great honestly wargame what an innovative concept someone should trade about that thanks nikki de williams also big love love your uh, twitch uh wrap up uh anyway james it's I just think it's funny. The memes have got to be great because then when they because they've also said they're going to release expansions, which is so good for people who've already got the game and they love the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like all of that's all of it was positive, apart from the way they've gone about. No, because I also think there is a negative, which we I want to re-express because that conversation I had with Sneeze, I don't think I made my point well enough. The FOMO, which whether or not they intentionally craft it or unintentionally craft it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, the and and the yep. box sets arguably create FOMO in, in a lot of different ways. 
Uh, so, so fear of missing out. Thanks, Trollbits, for donating 100 bits. And Dr. Norbert for resubscribing. Uh, good luck with all your MCP. We should go to one of his MCP tournaments in London, James. Uh, Dr. Norbert. We should. Not probably for three months, but soon. But after three months. Let's yes. go. Okay, great. Um, but uh, by FOMO, I mean fear of missing out. And the problem with producing FOMO is that, especially in something like a war game, where elements of it are pay to win because some units and models are very, very good. A good example would be uh, when we had our Flesh Eater Courts run rampant through the Age of Sigmar meta and the Arc region, which, to be fair, could have been literally fucking any model, yeah, because it's just some ghouly-looking yep. dude. Uh, but the Arc region was locked away in a limited edition box, and because of that, like, some people maybe weren't able to play with them at tournaments and such, and so effectively it was a pay-to-win. So that fear of missing out for tournament gamers or for even hobbyists who like to paint... There's another group of people who I rarely talk about as much. Like, it can feel really negative. So they, they purchase, they impulse purchase. Sometimes they impulse purchase when they don't have any money. And, like, getting yourself off that, I want to be really conscious to everyone at home. Like, look around, look at your shelves, look at your boxes, and say to yourself, the next limited edition box or the next unique box that they do, do you really need that? Because look at your shelves. You've got loads of joy on your shelf that you've already you've already bought. Yeah, like it's really important to me, James, this particular story, because um, I tried to express it to someone earlier because my friend Sneeze talked to me about it and actually it really struck a chord with me as a person. I was like, yeah, I've been that person. Do you know what I mean? I've like I've got that really short term reward from purchasing something and it's much better to get that long term reward by painting the stuff that you've got, playing games with your mates. It's just more I, I think it's a better reward anyway personally so i just wanted to yeah, i just wanted to talk about it because it's something we don't really talk about enough and there's gonna be a whole bunch of people who's gonna get super pissy i think that's one of the reasons that you saw so much rage james because it's an addiction it's an addiction yeah. that that purchasing cycle that fear of missing out is an addiction and then you're reacting in an addictive way you're acting as if someone has taken away the thing that you need and want and it's just some minis like calm the shit down Right, like that's uh, anyway. I just wanted to, I wanted to make that point because it's not a very fun point to make, but it's an important point to make. Yeah, the Games Workshop being our our fucking abusive exes is hilarious, and we should continue on with that thread because like them not communicating is great. You never. Like, I want someone to make like the breakup video on TikTok. You never talk to me right. Like, like the whole thing. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Um, uh, let's see what the chat have got to say about that, because I'm sure... Have you seen anything good in there, James? Oh, there is loads of stuff. Yeah. Um, let me try and pick out some good ones. I think, like, actually, it's quite interesting, because loads of people are just like, oh, uh, like, don't shame me, because I feel personally attacked by the fact that I just keep buying stuff. Yeah. Uh, sorry again, it's brought an army this week. I think. I think also, like, the continual shift in how armies work and how books are released is obviously like how they drive their sales um but box games is a place for them to probably be more open to in my head because well like so so i know like we always talk about that they're a company and they're there to sell models so locking a whatever model in a big box set means you buy the big box set whether that's healthy or not, and if you do it. Um, but, like, a box set is a box set. Like, 
just be honest about it. It's coming back. It doesn't affect the game. It doesn't affect the state of your big game systems. Um, for me, it's a it, it it was a it's a weird like today seeing it was weird because I was like, oh, how nice for the people. I was like, oh, I'm really glad I got one and didn't buy one for two hundred quid because I didn't want to miss out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Like, that was literally my first trailer thought, and I also know like from the hobby which I think I always worry about for other people is that like I've never been a rich man, but I've never been like on the bread line. Mm. Uh, and one of the guys that used to come to our club quite often uh, at one point was like four grand in Warhammer debt where he would like borrow an army, play an army, realize he didn't like an army, sell an army for less by the next army. Um, and like, I like people in the community. Like, I don't want them in that. But, like, I don't know. Is that what? Is that where we end up? How do you mean? I don't know. What with people being well, being financially like excluded is what you say. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, James. I not... mean, we can get into this. We get real deep, but people are financially excluded, and that's not because games. Yeah, that's not because games workshop themselves are inherently evil and set a high price. It's just because it's an expensive hobby, and or yeah, hobbies absolutely. are expensive, and uh, because boomers have fucking destroyed the economy over the past four years with their terrible voting choices, uh, we've ended up with like giga fucked, uh, like social safety and, and a bunch of other fucked up stuff, right? So we've got a fucked up society anyway, James. So people are just poor and broke anyway right which is just the point yeah absolutely uh, but i think like it's all it always i guess it's always a sad moment when you're just like oh shit someone's like destitute themselves over curse city because because they FOMO. didn't just say it's going yeah, back I wonder, in can i read this story in the chat because i think that this is a good one from big tom and i'm super proud of him i wanted the sinesh yeah. battle box i've been proper thinking about it non-stop then i realized i had 1500 points of sinesh unpainted so i'm pa- sat painting them now i've been anxious for a while thinking i wouldn't get a battle box but now i realize it did i didn't need it and i chill as fuck like and it's super important nice. like that's why i brought it up okay again not the most fun convo Right, but it's something that's personally affected me, something I've personally seen in myself, and something really rewarding, I think, to, to take to take stock of, especially with New Year, New You and all that bollocks. You could just take a look around and be like, Do you know what? I'm just going to focus on painting this. Same way like Henry from Colt Paint, biggest effect on me ever. He's always said you have one project on your desk, you paint it. And then you put another project on your desk. As soon as you put two on your desk, you get stressed. And that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I had um, the orcs I was working on, but then I put a couple of other little things. I was like, oh, I really fancy painting that. And as soon as I saw two or three things, it got it overloaded me. And I was like, it's too much shit. I don't want that on my desk. So I just went back to having one thing. Now I feel great. I'm just doing one thing. I'm not thinking about all 2,000 points of orcs I've got to do. I'm not thinking about the next army, even though I know the other two little bits that I'm doing in the meantime. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with it. Like, I, it's really good to really focus and like and have something. And that's why when people and, and a lot of it is like hype, right? Like content creators. And that's the thing that blows my mind. All the content creators that are bitching and whinging because I didn't give a fuck about Cursey. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Like all of them that were like bitching and whinging are now all back on the hype train. And they just really need to also think about their effect on the community as well, because that's, yeah, absolutely. I, that's important. Just t- two super good comments in the chat so i'm just going to read them yeah, out so oh no uh fatherson gaming aos which i think is another thing that i wouldn't even have thought about because no kids 
has just put like as an adult in the house i has i i i also have to finance all the armies to play with so i guess his and his sons uh it's tough when one of the kids armies oh so multiple kids that's even more expensive uh gets a limited edition release and i suffer fomo so i don't disappoint them so that's even like that's scary too right because then you're not like oh it's like oh this isn't even my fomo this is their fomo that now's my fomo like yeah yeah that's terrifying it's terrifying uh, yeah yeah nikki d williams also like so this is I, I'll, I'll expand on this one because i've talked about this one recently uh I've had a really tough time realizing this financial barrier as a community organizer recently. So many people that want to start, but uh, but you can see them absorb negativity, uh, absorb negativity when they see the entry price. And I think like that's really interesting, isn't it? Like because uh, Benjamin Savant, yeah. uh, there was all that interesting stuff he's done with like a underprivileged group of kids in London. Yes, uh, but also like I was sat somewhere the other day i think it was after bobo because there's like a lot of people that i expect to see at bobo weren't probably there that are probably older parts of the community and then there was lots of like younger people in there and then when i went to um yeah and then i went to like an event of uh speckles is uh boards and swords and there was a 15 year old and a 16 year old i think as a as a two-person team um and i was like oh that's super cool but like, what if one of those wants a dragon army? Because that's 800 quid. Is it? Something obscene, isn't it? What are they? 58 quid per two? So what's that? 5, 10, 15, 20? Oh, no. no I'm, I'm over-egging yeah, yeah. that by a lot. Yeah, you get 11, it's, but it's right, a... don't you? Like, 11 is what you need. So yeah, you need so six 11, boxes. So 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. So you need six boxes. Someone do the maths. I'm not good. What's it? Well, how much is it? Um, so it's 58 quid, I think, at discount per two. So 60 quid. So 6, 12, uh, 24, 300 quid. 360 quid, roughly. 350. Yeah. Um, so, oh, 348. Thanks, Just Meatballs. So 348 quid or 360. I guess it also depends where you're buying from, right? And postage and pickup and whatever else. Yeah. But, like, as an adult, like, I brought mine. So I saved some money and I kept it all together and I bought them because I knew they were coming. But, like, if I then had a kid, so can't remember the user's name, but uh, then I'm like, oh, well, what if I want them? But they then want them. And then, like, do I just buy them them? Because that's probably the adult option. But then I get FOMO. So then I buy two. So, oh, 600 quid. Um, and I think, like, that's crazy, right? Like, because at some point, and I know there's lots of uh, boomers and zoomers, uh appearing but like at some point a bunch of us get older and then how like at what point do kids not be able to afford armies um, um i think they probably so uh, i think there's uh, loads of scary stuff like that yeah i think there is i think you're right and i think maybe like it's a wider conversation or a wider issue and one i'd love to have with you like now i don't know like i think i think it is it's it's a rich man's hobby like or at least it's like a well-off person's hobby like in lots of different ways but that's only if i guess that's that's really only if you engage with it as an eventer I think that's probably a yeah. real conversation because truthfully as a like if you wanted to do it cheaply dude it costs you literally for the hours you can spend like i only recently have discovered what a glaze is do you know what a glaze is for painting term james like do you actually know yeah. what is it I don't, oh, i've got some no it's no like a glossy you've got any paints a glaze do you know what you basically do you water it down 
So it's effectively just a tinted water, is how what I've discovered. Yeah, in my recent painting tutorials. Yeah, and then it, it worries me that you're into painting now. And then you paint, <laughs> and then you paint like eight hundred layers on one miniature. Yeah, and that's one coat. Well, not one coat. That's why you're like, oh yeah, I've done, I've done thirty-two glazes of green on this. The contrast is high enough now. I'll move on to the next one. You can spend forever. And I guess if you're talking about gaming, you could play small points games, and you could play Warcry and other stuff. And you can buy with, you know, and you can buy within your means, and you can buy within the ability to do so. You know, like I guess it really is two thousand point match play is the fucking ticket and it's expensive and keeping up with the meta is expensive i mean fuck james like if you if you like three years ago bought which is why we argue for it sorry i finished the point if three years ago you bought yourself a beast of chaos army you were like right i've only got this much money i'll buy these guys i love these guys for three years yeah you might as well have woken up in the morning with someone slapping you in the face with a dick yeah like <laughs> <laughs> three years right like let's say it took you a year to build and paint it that's still two years of you being literally dick kicked right every day right you know like, oh, I, I, maybe like, like which is why i which is why i talk about internal parity and external parity being so important because if money's no object to you, or if you've got enough income to spend it on whatever you like, then that's great. But like a huge portion is not applicable to some people, like, and they can't buy everything. And then when you wildly change stuff and you invalidate stuff and, and, and other things, like there's a there's a furor online, and it's a valid one, I think, because it really should be. If you go back to the most childish way of thinking about it. You should be able to walk into a games workshop store or a, a local gaming store, pick up your start collecting box. That start collecting box should make loads of sense on how to build an army for your army. It should absolutely make fucking tons of sense, and many of them don't. You should pick it up. Well, you could buy a Stormcast one that doesn't even have valid units. On it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You should pick it up, buy it, like build it and paint it and play it, and then you should be like, I should have like a good enough crack at this as anyone, right? Like, and you don't, which is why uh, the main point of what we do on the show is that um that said though this is the nicest community in the world like if you go to we had some guy turn up to club the other day um uh, and he didn't have a fucking army so i was like here's my iron jaws army and he played against another guy that turned up and i just let them play and i'm like i don't know if he's coming back next week at some point i'm like you need to buy a fucking army son i'm sorry but you can't just keep borrowing mine <laughs> but like do you know what i mean for like the first time first couple of times fuck it first six months do what you fucking like kid you know like you know help out you're gonna have to get involved and i don't i don't really know what the answer is there james um uh, like on people being poor i ranted a lot so let me know what you think yeah so i also like i also don't think there's a solution like because there's not a solution that even as the community you can really help with i don't think however like i just think it should be a valid conversation where people are like oh why did that idiot turn up with a beast of chaos army oh maybe he doesn't have another army Maybe he doesn't want another army, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like, who knows? But I don't think we can fix it. I don't think that's a debate. But I think, like, you know, we've gone in a roundabout circle from the Cursed City thing, but I think, like, just be honest, like, and open with us as a community, and then people could have not spent £300 buying a Cursed City off eBay and probably would have spent £200 on, 
you know, a box of Lumineth instead. It's true. And also, and I mean this in all seriousness, if you're out there and if you can afford it, there's zero way your next purchase shouldn't be a 3D printer. Like, there is zero way your next purchase shouldn't be a resin 3D printer. You, It will make its money back in under... If you're, like, a habitual buyer, like, just stop yourself, do that, and you'll absolutely smash on that front. It was so healthy for you, in my opinion. Um, because since Curse City has been released, James, I, I worked it out because it's been about six months since it was released, right? Yeah? I support okay. about, like five or six patreons right and they produce on average on average about like uh 10 um miniatures each sometimes it's more but roughly 10 right to make the math fairly simple right which means 60 miniatures so basically a box of curse city a month has been released from independent designers equal to i'm gonna say equal to i know the miniatures in curse city are beautiful but equal to or better yeah Sometimes worse, you know. There's that variance, Pro but some better. Probably not better than the zombie cat, but other than that, <laughs> I'm open to it. Right, and like, and you can print all those for literally fucking pennies. Like, and and I think that's worth worth thinking through as well. Because again, if you or if you've got a local gaming store, you want to buy something, you want to help out your local community, buy a bunch of, uh, buy a three D miniature and print a bunch of dudes out. You can print a fucking zombie army. Jesus, I don't even know what it cost you like twenty quid. To print a bunch of zombies out on a 3D printer, like pennies, right? You know that. Yeah. So something to think about. But anyway, like it's a really good conversation, the Curse City box set, because the communication from Games Workshops, dumb. Um, but like that, we already knew that already. This is just added fuel to the fire, which is great. But the release of it is great. But it, a wider conversation just about like what we're all doing, uh, I think is really healthy um like sharing stuff that's just like i for a while i tried to get involved in a kind of ironic way i would just screen grab the latest miniature release and i would just put positive comment like over the top of the picture yeah uh, and it would just get like 150 likes or something and it would just trigger the shit out of me i was like how is this i was like why are you, what are you liking what are you liking you liking me sharing a picture like do you like the mini like what the fuck like, it's just, um, anyway, like, it's good that people have got the opportunity to get there. I don't know if I've got an end point to this. Also, uh, join a union, uh, tax the rich, uh, fucking just throw out all those other dickheads. There you go. I'll add that in as well, James. That'll help us all buy more minis if we do that. If everyone joins a union, let's do that, James. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh right uh <laughs> my union job is why i can't afford minis says real poly geek shit that sounds terrible uh the other piece of news not that that's a terrible piece of news uh is if you got any more to say on that i don't want to just have spoken too much no 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 i think i think i, I think we've got that i've got a point to make so i'm going to see what your last point is and then if it fits i'll join in there and if it doesn't i'm going to give mine at the end because i'm interested on people's take on it oh okay all right well so the other piece of news um the other piece of news is the balance update correct uh after what was a spirited protest recently by some uh, young people <laughs> outside of games workshop hq um uh there was a, a serious there was a there was a lot of energy in the picket line uh i visited for a little bit 
Um, but the young men and women of the picket line uh, protesting for a winter balance update, as they did last year, only to be told no data was available. Uh, That's true. There was no data. There was... <laughs> That's true, I guess. Uh, they, Games Workshop have let us know. They've communicated. You may remember back when we looked at the dragons arriving in the Mortal Realms that we mentioned the balance update for Warhammer Age of Sigmar was on the way. Oh, we remember. We fucking remember. Do not put throwaway comments in articles and thinking that we don't remember. This is all we do. We have more news on that front coming soon. So stay tuned for warhammercommunity.com this week. Okay. We have more news on that front, James. Doesn't sound like it's arriving this week. No. Does it? Uh, no. But who knows? We have learned tonight that their um, communication is not their strong suit. It's tonight when we learned. <laughs> well, probably not, but you know. Uh, um, do you, do, are you bothered about the FAQ? It's a great question because I don't know if you're even bothered. Are you bothered? No, not really. I think, like, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because it does matter. But weirdly, going into, like, your earlier segment, like, I think earlier in the year when I fell out with the hobby a bit, I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to play one army for a while. I'm just going to play Stormcast. They're what I like to play, and that's all I'm going to play. So it doesn't vastly matter because I own almost everything. And And then I think, like looking at the state of the uk at the minute i'm probably not playing for a little while again at an event <laughs> so that doesn't matter either it's true uh so i think i'm less bothered but i do think if i was like if you're in the stage where you want to buy an army waiting on the faq is really annoying agreed or if you want to buy some new units or like let's say yeah. let's say you've you've finished your painted backlog like some sort of psychopath right and then you're like i want to know i mean some some great news is that there's a picture of two dragons underneath it which really makes me smile right um <laughs> there's four dragons <laughs> there's four dragons uh so someone on Twitter said it's not officially winter yet, so stick that in your pipe. Appreciate it. Uh, is it not officially winter? Does it not become winter until the winter solstice? I thought it was already winter. Yeah, I thought it was winter too, but who knows? I'm not that educated. Uh, is it the winter still to come? Uh, thank you to our first-time chatter, Quantum Flea, or if you want to finish assembling pigs. That's true. You could do that. Uh, winter solstice. It's autumn plus. <laughs> okay, we're currently in autumn oh. plus. I didn't there know. You go. Daylight Express said they did comment on one of their Facebook posts to say it's for sure coming this week. Oh my god, I'm so excited. It means I've got so much fun work to do. I love a wind. I love an FAQ. I fucking love an FAQ. So many things, so many traditions in the Age of Sigmar community for an FAQ. Haywo tweets. Yeah. They're always a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, James, I know you've left all the WhatsApp groups, but your phone becoming unusable for three to four days as all the whatsapp groups get full of absolute nonsense facebook posts by people who i think genuinely and this is from a dyslexic person i only discovered that this week uh can't read or write uh facebook posts are just an insane place which is just the best uh but i'm truly excited if it's this week truly excited reasoning is and twitch chat this is the time this is the time to bring it up 
how do you feel, James, about quarterly balance updates? Because they might say that they're going to do that in the FAQ. They might say that they're going to stick to quarterly balance updates every three months. I've seen some conversation about it. James, I want your thoughts on it. Chat, I want your thoughts on it. Uh, I actually think, do you know, like, I know we talked about it before, but actually maybe better. Because if they actually do it, so if they actually do it and they're actually quarterly, maybe better in the long run because it means they balance the game more. They do. They will balance the game more. I think it's exciting. I think it's exciting. So you, you're you're pro it. You're pro three months. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I in my head, I'd like to say, I just think if they could fix everything as soon as possible, always, great. But I think actually a three-month like deadline they set themselves is probably more viable, so probably better. I think three months is excellent, uh, personally, because it really depends on what they try to do with it. If they try to bring stuff up and push stuff down, that would be excellent. I mean, literally every book that they have, uh, with the exception of a couple, could have huge overhauls and improve the quality of the book in of itself, which I very much doubt that they'll do. But again, just in case you happen to be listening, little Games Workshop guy, yeah, girl, whoever... Right, really love and appreciate you. If you guys just let us pay a subscription, yeah? Although all rules should be free. All the rules should be free. All of it. But you're not going to let that happen. So, okay, I get that. But if you let us pay a subscription, yeah? You can just change them whenever. You can be like, oh, we accidentally did that wrong. The Nurgle book. We're just going to change that around a little bit. Yeah? Not loads, James. Just most of the Nurgle book. Just bits. All of it. The command traits and the artifacts, and also the spell law. But if they just change elements, sub-factions, war scrolls, not all, some, most, but not all of it, James, and the points. If they just look at some of it, yeah, like, I think we would happily pay for it, is what I'm saying. Would you? I would. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, there's probably a bunch of people playing for Warhammer Plus. I mean, I pay for it. There's nothing on it. Don't think I've turned it on in, like, three months. Okay. I've watched it every week. Uh, that's how I paint so well. Those painting tutorials are excellent. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I am. I'm a, a stubborn old painter, but like, I just put Netflix on instead. <laughs> but do I do like as time's going on? I do like the new app. So credits. The app credits is fantastic. I am. I'm finally won over by the app. Used it all weekend. Didn't open my Stormcast book once. Don't want the book. Stop selling me books. Yes, uh, the uh, the 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 app is fantastic. I'll I'll never buy a screen into the show. Replace all rules and toes with a monthly fee. Uh, yes, or just free, uh, but also monthly fee. But monthly fee is what we'll get. Free is what <laughs> is what we should get. Um, yeah. Because I don't know if you know the models are very fucking expensive. So just anyway. Um, so balance update coming. Get ready to tune into uh, the hot takes from, I'm sure, me, Haywo, and I'm sure there are other content creators, but honestly, I don't know them. Um, uh, this week, uh, I'm sure there are good ones, but I just don't know who they are. Uh, I, Jim Vessel. Is Jim Vessel doing one? Because I'll listen to that. I don't know if you if he's doing them. Okay. Uh, exciting. If you've got any thoughts on it, let us know. James, what's your final point? you got like a last point, a bit of news? Yeah, a little bit. Well, it's not even a little bit of news, but I was thinking about it today. So, like, today at work, oh, okay. been into been into the office. Okay, all right, okay. I'm, I'm moving. Uh, Sorry. Uh, and so, um, I'd seen the Curse City thing. I hadn't read. I haven't been on Twitter really. So I saw the Curse City thing, and I saw the Winter FAQ thing, and those were the two big bits that 
like news I saw. Okay. Um, and I was thinking probably about like the weekend and like if I'd have had to have played twelve bolt boys and play a twelve minute game. And I was driving home. And I was thinking, do you know like the weirdest thing about Warhammer? Like, I think in my head is that as a community we moan about it, but when people moan about it, more people white knight it. Right, okay. Alright, this is interesting. So like all right, okay, so what are you thinking? I, I think generally speaking, like people don't like negativity about Warhammer as a hobby. Or anything. Because they love Warhammer. Correct. Right? Uh-huh. And I think the Warhammer community is like super defensive of itself. Like Henry Cavill talked about it on TV a bit. I don't know how much he plays. I don't know how much he does. He at least plays. Uh, honest, honestly, yeah, he plays. I'm, I, 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 like I'm not that. How do you think he got he so play. big? He had to bring all the custodies books in one arm. That's how he got so fucking um, massive. There we go. That's a great forty k um, joke. But um, I also was driving home, and so on the weekend, on the Sunday, I've got a, a cyberpunk hoodie that I brought because I like that game. Uh-huh. Uh, and lots of people didn't like that game, and it got absolutely trashed, and the it got pulled from the PlayStation Store, and and you know all that jazz. And I was like, ah, it was playable, like it was good, like there was bits wrong with it, but it was fun, and I enjoyed myself, and it was playable. And all I could think was, do we think, as a community, okay. that if Games Workshop made computer games, not licensed them out to other people to make poorly and well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but made computer games themselves yeah. and age of sigma 40k and all the other stuff they made were computer games that the computer game community would put up with it and not just trash all their stuff online and never buy anything from them again and ruin them as a company because like so can i can i reframe it do you mean that if yeah. they release computer games in the same way that they release their current board games or tabletop games like yeah. if they basically, if they released their game at the quality into a market that's ready for quality, like so, AAA games and 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 computer games are like like they get lambasted if they're not close to perfect in many ways, uh, and even then. Yeah. Um, but if Games Workshop released their like their tabletop, like the quality to which they've they've achieved on the tabletop game, they release that into the market. How do we feel the computer game community would respond? Yeah, basically. Like, I was just driving home and I was thinking, like, it probably wasn't the most thought-out process, but I was just like, oh, do you know, like, when a computer... Like, like League of Legends, huge game. And I played on and off for years. Don't play anymore. But, like, people are... Like, a new champ got released and people are like, this is broken, this is the worst, blah, 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 and off the community would explode. And I think we kind of do that about books. But, like, computer games get fixed quite fast. And maybe that's, like, a comparison that fits... But then, like, Cyberpunk, like, people are like, I brought this game. It was 60 quid. Go insane. And then I was like, oh, but, you know, like, a week ago, people were buying a 90 pounds, 100 pound, can't think what the RRP is, 100 pound big dragon model that that was had a hole in it. <laughs> I mean, production issues like, are very rare. They are very rare, but they happened. And it's like, oh, that, that happened. And, like, when I first built mine and I hadn't noticed, like, I didn't even see anything on Twitter. Maybe I didn't look didn't look well enough. Um, 
but I think yeah. I think um, I think I think the I think maybe that singular production issue out of everything they produce, like, is actually pretty good. Like, truthfully, like I know we're, we're so used to them hitting the mark a hundred percent of the time that actually one in X is actually very forgivable, in my opinion. Like, oh yeah. So my sorry, that was maybe like just my point is like they didn't communicate that they might have known it they might have not they didn't really communicate it and i brought two and no one ever communicated with me i've never seen like an official communication that said by the way we oh yeah have they done an official chat have they done an official communication about it all i saw was people being like this is wrong and write to them and i wrote to them so i spoke to them on live chat and it's definitely not the person on live chat's fault but i was like oh i brought I, i bought these from this like third party store that i use this is what's wrong with them i didn't know this was what's wrong with them i've seen it online i'm just messaging to ask you what i do and they're like have you spoke to the shop i was like oh well i have spoke to the shop he the guy that owns the shop he said to come to you and they're like oh oh we don't have an update on that now we'll be back in touch i've never heard from them since so i messaged him and just said this is what they said and then he's looked after it for me and he's dealing with it um so like that i think is quite interesting and uh, the curse city thing like if a computer game was like oh we're not patching this for ever six months well, no, they, no they didn't even say that they weren't patching oh, yeah. it we're not, they were just like you know this is never getting patched no, they didn't even say that like, they just stopped talking about it like it didn't exist <laughs> okay, and that. when you asked about it in their twitch chat they would ban you so, and then they would hide so all of your comments on all of the social media platforms. Let's be really specific about their practices. Because they weren't just like, lol, you might not get it for six months. They were literally like, burn the earth. They're like, they scorched it from fucking memory. Like They thought they were like Johnny Mnemonic or like the men in black. They were like, fucking... Anyway, sorry, carry on. Um, so yeah, so there was kind of that. And I guess, actually, maybe like my comparable is uh, No Man's Sky. Like, that was supposed to be, like, that huge kickstarted community-driven game with all these extras. And then they released it, and there was those amazing videos where they played the Jurassic Park music and, the like, the demo video. And then the Jurassic Park video of the real game played on a harmonica badly. And it was like, look at this. This is what they promised you. This is the shit you got. And I think, like, just as... And I might be wrong, and people might not agree, but I was just tootling home, and I was just thinking, I wonder, like, as a community... Do we think if it was treated more like if we were if if the community wasn't so loyal, do we think Games Workshop would get away with as much as they get away with? Yeah, because the the thing about it is is the first thing you said was the best thing that you could have said is that people love the thing and like people disembig like people it's impossible for people to like break the thing away from the organization of the thing examples would be the olympics people love watching the olympics i don't give a fuck about the olympics i personally think yep. we should give them all the steroids and fucking rocket legs in my opinion but that's a different conversation yeah the olympic committee is actually like provably a bunch of criminals and they're like no problem you guys carry on running this huge it's like like who was it someone someone isn't sending one of the nations isn't sending someone to someone olympics and one of the other nations is like fuck you this is an international incident and the whole time the olympic committee are literally fucking criminals yeah and everyone's like this is fine politics is happening in the olympics and yet the people who run it are actual criminals same with <coughs> same with the fucking same with fifa yeah 
bunch of criminals, right? Like, what the fuck ever happened in F1? Bunch of criminals. My point is, is that even if the people who organize it are terrible and the people who organize the Games Workshop stuff at least make their business decisions at least oftentimes are terrible, whereas all the creatives, really important to separate those two groups out, the creatives are just trying their hardest to make creative shit. So there was, those are great yep. people. All the people making the business decisions, which suck, yeah, which is some of the people, are terrible. But ultimately, none of those ever affect 90% of the people because like, I just like the thing. I like watching the fucking man throw spear uh, is apparently like, what the fuck is the high jump, James? Like, what is that? That's a thing. Like To jump in high. It's it a big stick and jump in high. Like, what am I What am I cheering for? What am I doing? Like, why does that exist? Um, which is what how I feel a lot of the time about Underworlds. I think Underworlds and the high jump, pole vault, are very comparable. <laughs> <laughs> I like the drama. I'm, I'm pleased with the drama I've caused in the chat uh, today. Okay. I like to think I don't often cause drama. And also, I know loads of people have corrected me on No Man's Sky being a redemption story because, like, the devs have spent five years for free fixing it and making it better. So what I'd like to say is I completely agree. I played it both at the beginning and thought it was eh, okay. And I, uh, me and Meg played it together recently uh, and loved it. We had like a little competition for who could have the prettiest ship. She fell out with me one day when mine was better. It was a good day. <laughs> um, but those devs also, like you paid them 40 quid once at full price. You might have paid them 20 quid in the Steam sale. And yet for five years, they've worked on that game for free. I uh, like you buy a rule book probably every three years. You buy a general's handbook every year. Like it's just an interesting parallel because I think actually there's no, there's no in my head currently. And I think there's good space for it, but there's no like game maker, tabletop game maker. That's the size of games workshop. So I think like, and someone mentioned it somewhere in the chat, but like the nostalgia that we've had it for years, the nostalgia of people that play, um, the amount of money we've all invested in it like all these things we've talked about tonight like people are like super defensive of it and i just like chilling home was like are are we defensive of it because we feel an ownership for it that we don't feel for other things i think um, i think i think your point is like really well founded right because because ultimately like yes, like I think that there's there's a whole bunch of reasons to why there's that level of defense and shit. Like, and also people will be like, the issues aren't issues, right? Like, if you can just play a game and have a laugh, yeah, paint your minis and have a laugh, then what more do they need really to 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 get from that? I think uh, there's there's always going to be different groups of people who want better. Like you know, like your battle tome's fine. Most of the rules apply and it works. Yeah, like I know Haywo's in the chat, so I'll bring up Ogres as a good example. Like literally the Gutbusters were always crap. Yeah. And then they did the new book and then they're still crap. Obviously, unless you play Iron Blasters in America, but that's that's a throwback to the earlier show. Yeah. Um because they went full one twice, three times, right? And it's undeniable that they're good, right? Um so but the point is, is like, they literally will sell you something that's rubbish. They'll sell you a book that's half cooked. Yeah. And then like, they'll smile and they'll be like, isn't this good? And you'll be like, oh, it's not really like, but like, does that matter? Because it doesn't matter to, I don't know, 
80% of the people, like 90% of the people, I don't know. Like, And the people who it does matter to, and this is the point, when we're vocal, it's such a disrespectful thing, I think is the right way to put it, disrespectful thing to say that the people who complain are the people who don't care, because the people who complain often understand the issue enough to complain. Right? Like, they... they... Yeah, and also, like, if you've invested in something, you should be like able to complain about it and it doesn't mean that you have to complain about it continually and it doesn't mean that you have to complain about it pointlessly but like you know if you spend a hundred pound on a dragon model it's got a casting hole in you're probably entitled to complain but also like if you spent 300 pound on curse city because someone told you it was never available again or just ignored every comment you ever sent to them about it ever being unavailable again then actually tweet me complain to me i'll i'll listen like sucks sucks for you i probably can't help uh but yeah yeah feel free to complain i think uh Vakering makes a good point if you care about something you want it to be better um and then also hey has put passionate makes for vocal people positive and negative i guess that's also true as well i guess that's also true yeah. uh there's a whole bunch of people uh, who are very vocal who i don't think want anything better for the game and or uh miniatures people like, can i tell you the one thing that confuses me the most james like beyond all measure of anything is painters or hobbyists right and the 3d printing thing right not to bring it back but like i don't understand if you're a painter how you're not a 3d printer dude like or person right because you're literally like oh yeah i want to buy a mini today games workshop a character mini might cost me between like maybe 18 minimum but maybe up to 30 40 pounds and i'm like yeah now you can print one of those for like a quid like and it could be almost anything your heart desires there are so many options like if seeing a wicked designed miniature is the thing that excites you that's the thing that kicks off that imagination in your head the thing that makes you go i love this thing i do not understand how people don't do more 3d printing right like it blows my mind like the number of like, what was it I saw the other day? I like blew my, I lost my whole shit on stream. I watched uh, uh, the uh, Archvillain got these new, maybe it's Archvillain. They got new bears, and one of them's doing like this cool fucking nice. right. There's this, or, they're bears, and one of them's got this wicked horn. It looks like volley bear a little bit, but he's got like, it's kind of like, it, it's, amazing. it's amazing. What will I use it for? I don't know, but I actually like liked a mini. Like, I liked a mini instead of just being like they release the nice nice stuff, and you have to be like, yeah, they look nice. Yeah, like they look nice, but like you have to say it, right? Like that looks nice, right? But you like, yeah. but then if I say that to people, I'm like, I often say this now. Whenever we do the 3D print shows, I always say these minis are as good, if not better, than Games Workshop stuff, and people get pissy as fuck with me. They're like, no, no, Rob, you don't understand. You don't understand the elegance of this miniature, and I'm like, ah, I just know what I like, and I like this better than that. And that's what you got to sell me when you're trying to sell me something. You're trying to sell me a design, right? This looks better than that. And don't forget, I often see them unpainted. Like, no yep. paint job on them to, like, to, to, to get my mind. So I find that odd, that bit weird, like, as a defense from the community, right? Uh, oh, tip donated so you could get some more resin to print those more resin. Oh, thanks so much. That's so lovely of you. There was, there was two comments that we missed in the oh, chat that it. I just want to go back go to. So uh, Archmagus Hobbying, Archmagus Hobbying. Him, uh, has just said if like 80% of the uh, if 80 if the other 80% of us are happily playing with us their stuff our stuff and not really having issues enough to complain are they wrong no uh, no. no I don't think that's what we we're aiming at we were just saying that the people that are complaining 
probably also can. I mean, there's always loads of drama. Like, can't be bothered with that. But like, people also should call people out for bad businessy stuff. I'm cool with that. Uh, and then the other one, which I thought was good, which was like linked to me video game stuff, which I know was a couple of minutes ago, uh, was Final Cookie put. Uh, there's more competition in the video game market. It forces each company to actually try a bit. Uh, miniatures games are essentially uh, the whale. Are, uh, miniatures games are essentially the whale of Games Workshop swimming around in the sea of little fish, and because of that, they are complacent. I think I probably agree. Oh, absolutely. They have no. Mo- I like they that have, one because I agree. They have zero motivation to. Uh, a good example would be like let's actually talk about the constructive conversation that hobbyists have had this is super important like just to touch on as a cornerstone a lodestone for a moment right this is so important when 8th edition 40 in 8th edition 40k they released the space marine book yeah and iron hands and it was so giga fucked james it was so google like like absolutely like fucking having a tea party with 30 your best mates level of fucked like a crime in of a crime right that like the FLG, so Frontline Gaming, were like, we are going to ban this from our next tournament. They had an 80% win rate. They had an eight, They were like, nope, we had an 80% win rate. right? And because of that, because of not because of market pressure, it wasn't people being like, I'm going to abandon buying your miniatures. It was literally like the community were crying so loud. They were bitching so much. They were like, we should change this. Similarly, similarly imagine if we'd have all just been like, Do you know what? Those dragons are fine. Like the the before, we were like those dragons are fine. There's no issues there, right? Do you think that they'd have just miraculously changed the points recently? Would they fuck? Like that's absolute bollocks. The only way that we get through to them isn't market pressure because eighty percent of the people are going to buy anything, yeah? yeah. Right? They're not going to improve their practices because they're making loads and loads of money. So none of those things are positive changes that we're going to get. And unless there's a leadership change, none of that will happen. So the only thing you can do is bitch on Twitter. And James, I honestly think that that's the best news you can get for Christmas. Yeah? Because it is. What Rob is saying is, to boil it down, is everything is hopeless, but the ability to make memes and bitch on Twitter is very high. Yeah? Like... It's going to happen. 2040 is going to roll around. Society will collapse around me. The sun will burn through the fucking ceiling of my studio. Yeah, through the badly built uh, roof that Nathan built. And I will bitch on Twitter about it, James. And it all will be good. That's a good Christmas present. Do you not think? Uh, Yeah. I I brought myself a Doctor Strange. That was my Christmas present. I, I yesterday was like, oh, Doctor Strange can lead the Defenders. Oh, I can use Daredevil. I'll buy those. <laughs> so that's that was my Christmas uh, present. It's good. It's good. It's a good point as well, James. Thanks for bringing it up uh, in a show. Yeah, it's okay. I was more more interested like in just opening it because it was one of those weird internal monologues that i was like just in the car and i was like well it's the show tonight maybe i'll just bring it up and see what happens so if anyone does want to talk to me about it i'm super open you can just tweet me and i'll chat about it all day long because i was intrigued because i I, i've talked about it loads of times on here but like actually like i do play warhammer but i probably play like 40 percent more computer games like i probably pick playing a computer game over playing warhammer most of the time um 
So I do that all the time. So I was there, there, that's where my head went. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's, I, uh, it's a good point, James. And uh, a chat, thanks for being great in the chat about all of the stuff that we've talked about because loads of it's like, ultimately, like it's just an exciting time to, it's always an exciting time to be in the hobby, whether you're new or whether you're old. And I think the frustrations and or um, joys that we feel uh, like vary time to time. Um, but the right way to go about it is to have a laugh, I think is is ultimately. And Games Workshop are in on that because they've re-released Curse City, James. Like, they get it. They get that we're in for the laugh. They're like, all right, we're just fucking about. Let's go. Um, which I think is exciting. These suckers will buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they committed more. I wish they were more like, you fucking, you suck bags. Here's Curse City. Honestly, honestly, some days they're like, I, I'm going back to my White Knight thing, but I honestly think some days, like that new, I saw that new, some new Space Marine came out, yeah. right? I don't know what he is, and I don't know what he does, because for a minute I thought it was a new Stormcast, new so I went Marine to look, and then realised, yeah, yeah realised he had a chainsword, and I know it's 40k, so sorry chat, if you don't play that, but like, I went on that, and then like, got home, opened Twitter at some point, and saw someone was like, oh, another Space Marine, and someone else had put like, I was hoping for more. And, you know, you just think, like, oh, Why? weren't we all? What? Like, what a silly little man. <laughs> <laughs> what a silly little man. It's such a great... And also, it was just like, oh, no captain's been in Gravis armor since this guy, and now he could have a fist. I was like, none of this means anything to me, and it probably means something to anyone. Have you seen... But I'm sure someone's chopped a fist and a... And a guy together already i honestly think i'm gonna play a lot less actual warhammer next year right like because two major things are occurring space marine 2 yeah so i'm gonna play the fuck yep. out of right and then total and if it's good. and then warhammer 3 like total War warhammer 3 and i honestly am scared about like what i'm going to do like i still i need to cross-reference it with worlds can i stream Age of Sigmar Worlds and play Total War? Because I know which one I'm not doing. <laughs> it's all right. One of them you might not even have to do. Oh, shit. <laughs> one of them I can't go to. Shit. <laughs> but nor can any of the players, so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's that as well. Shit. All right, anyway. It's been lovely talking to James. And you, as always. Um, and the chat. Chat, like... Uh, it's worth always having these sorts of conversations all the time uh, because it is. Well, I find them at least rewarding as well because sometimes you can feel like a lunatic as well, James. When you get gaslit, that's important. You know, you're like, oh, I think this is shitty of this company. And then someone's like, how dare you? And you're like, oh, oh, no. What if you're right? The answer is they're not right. You're fine. Like, you chill out. Um, like, it can feel, feel a little bit, like, uh, like difficult to, to be in that situation, right? Like, you might not, you might want to voice a complaint. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so that's fine. Don't worry. We're on your side in that front. So you just crack on with your lives. You got any shout-outs before you want to you go, James? Uh, big, big shout-out to everyone that I saw the weekend. Big shout-out. Okay. All right. Nice. Uh, good, good, good. I want to shout-out the Twitch chat. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. 
It's been a fantastic year. Uh, I mean, it hasn't, obviously, uh, because of, of innumerous things. Uh, but Warhammer-related, everything's been great. And it's been great because of you. It's been great because of Nathan. It's been great because of uh, Dan. We hopefully will be back on Monday for an Age of Sigmar wrap-up, a year in review, which will be a fun little show. Uh, so I hope you guys have enjoyed it. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you uh, celebrate. And if you don't celebrate, uh, I hope you have a joyous uh, kind of time anyway. And in fact, that's week to week, right? Uh, so have a great time um, before we go yeah. Shugo has a club question so you might want to answer what is that the club question Shugo, Shugo. Uh, what time is club can't promise I'll be there uh, because six kids o'clock. six o'clock Shugo there you go um uh, this has been a valuable discussion to participate in and hear someone new to us. Thanks. Oh, no problem. Having never played Total War, should I start with Total War 1 or Total War 2? Total War 2, because he includes everything from Total War 1. Uh, and I think... No, you have to own both. No, you don't. Do you? No, you can buy... I think you have to own both. You can buy... Oh, maybe you have to own both, but buy Total War 2, um, and there probably is a deal where you get everything from Total War 1 in Total War 2 package now. My My advice would be, wait until the Steam sale and it will probably be peanuts. Uh, yes, all that. Yes, you could do that. Uh, but also, if you get in lockdown, Total War is a way you won't like three months later, they'll be like, Lockdown's over. You'll be like, What? <laughs> you boy, my campaign's not done. <laughs> you would just do a Scrooge, you would just kick open the windows. You boy, what day is this? It'd be like, It's March. Be like, Holy shit. <laughs> uh, uh, it's been great talking to you all. I'm back tomorrow. So, if you guys are excited, I'm live all week. Uh, talking Warhammer, talking not Warhammer, just hanging out. It's Christmas, uh, so I'll be live Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, Christmas Day, uh, all through the week. We'll hang out, we'll talk some shit. It's going to be great. Thanks to James, loads of love. See you guys soon. Pleasure. Bye.